going on everyone this is a popcorn heroes review of loki and mcu disney plus show yep yep i am armando with me today is pedro what's going on homie hello hello how did you enjoy loki pedro I enjoyed it very much, my friends. Very much. I think it was six weeks of beautiful, beautiful world building and probably the best Disney Plus show right now. I think so, too. It's just because it's so different from the movies. So, yeah, I agree. It's different from everything they've done before. And I think that was the, mm-hmm. the most beautiful part of it. Um, But like we usually do, Pedro, we do a synopsis and then mm-hmm. we jump into our small extremely small thoughts and rating so kick it off with the synopsis so the show loki takes place right after avengers endgame sort of so in avengers endgame obviously you need to see this before you watch this show i highly recommend it uh they go back in time To try and get the Infinity Stones. But while that is happening, they accidentally give a past version of Loki the Tesseract. And he uses it to teleport to safety. Which never happens in the original timeline. So that causes a different timeline. Now where the show gets started is the Time Variance Authority. A.K.A. the TVA. Essentially Time Cops. Come in and capture this Loki. And arrest him. And then you get to see what the TVA is all about. And you get to learn more about these different timelines. And that's the gist of it. It's Loki's adventures through time. Nice, man. Love it. Good breakdown, Pedro. Good breakdown. Thanks, man. Um, next up is what we thought about it in our ratings. So I'll, cut, I'll kick mm-hmm. it off this time. And I would give this show, Pedro, a 4 point five out of five oh. i really enjoyed this show I, I every week i was so excited to see what was going to happen next um this show for me compared to all the other mcu shows meant something to the universe i feel it mm-hmm. it it brought something different to the world it introduced various new things that will potentially have a bunch of ripples moving forward. And I feel like this show did push the MCU forward compared to, you know, I like I you know, if you've heard our previous podcast, I always say that nothing happened in uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier and nothing really happened in WandaVision. It was just character development but it never developed the universe and never moved things along. It's the characters are essentially for me in the same spot they were when they began. And mm-hmm. this show meant something. This show moved forward. This show, I feel like if you see the next stuff, the next things coming up after Shang-Chi and Eternals, if you haven't seen this show, you most likely will not know what's happening on the next stuff. And I'm not mm. saying like drastically no. not knowing, right? But <clears throat> you would understand better having watched the show and then watching what comes up next. So I, yeah. 
I feel like this show they do a lot. The acting was great. Um, visually, it was it was good. You know, good enough for a TV show, but still maintained its quality. This felt more mm. like a movie to me than the other ones, which felt like an actual show. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about it. Um, and I give it a point five because I, I agree with what you said. You know, Sylvie is probably the the one of the one of the more annoying parts of the show. Right. But overall, she was still a by, good character. By design. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, by design. So I think that is the reason why I ding it that point five, just because of her. Um, I'm not saying she's terrible. I'm not saying she ruined it. You know, she's no Rose Tico or anything like that. But mm-hmm. she right. <laughs> she she bogged down the show for me a little bit. And then after mm-hmm. after some time, you kind of start you know liking her. But overall, the show is great, and I really enjoyed it. Hmm. What would I give it? Um, I'm trying to remember where I rated the other ones. I'm pretty sure I put them all in the four range. So that being said, I'm going to go in the... I'm actually going to drop it down a slight notch from you. I'm going to say 4.25. We're going to get into fractions <laughs> of fractions now, right? Fractions of fractions. Right? Yeah. So... <clears throat> I agree with most of what you said. I think the show, um, I don't think the show felt like a movie to me because I've watched uh, quite a few, I would say two shows that at the top of my head that feel like this, which I really enjoy, like Doctor Who and Legends of Tomorrow, which is essentially Doctor Who as well. So I'm watching Loki and I liked it so much because it was very different from the other shows um, where they felt more like movies to me in the fact that it's the way it's filmed, I would say. This one felt more like uh, almost a villain of the week type show or a world of the week in this case. Um, I, I could see this one going multiple seasons and it'd be totally fine because it looks like it could just keep keep going. Um, but, but I like that feel of it. It just felt different, you know, especially for MCU where everything is like a start and an end. This one, they can actually milk this and I'll be totally okay with it. And what made it possible was the characters are so interesting. Like, here we are, we're getting a Loki that's uh, past Loki. It's technically a Loki from Avengers without all of the character development that the previous Loki that got killed, spoiler alert, had. So you get to see the progression of these characters and all these extra characters, you know, Sylvie being one of them, which I do think, I don't think she was the weakest character, but her arc was a little annoying because I felt like a bunch of people in this show grew and she was the only one that didn't really grow she stopped her growth purposely but that's why i said she was kind of unlikable by design but of course i loved um i love the world building i loved um uh let's just say i love the antagonists it's a very nice very nice thing that uh introduces more and uh without getting too into the spoilers i'm just excited to see where it goes from here Absolutely, man. I highly agree with that. Uh, before we head into spoilers, Pedro, would you recommend this to anybody? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, I agree with that. This is a must-watch for me. Mm-hmm. Definitely a must-watch. Uh, do, do you feel like uh, you need to watch what comes before in order to see this? Or can someone 
just jump mm, in. Okay, so no, I think you should at least get a grasp of who Loki is. So at least for this show, you should watch um you should watch the Thor movies and the Avenger movies. Everything that he's in essentially you should watch because it all gets referenced. Even Thor 2, which a lot of people like to pretend doesn't exist, it's got a very pivotal part in this, in his development, because he gets to see certain events that happen there. So yeah, anything with any movie with Loki in, which is one, two, three, four, five, maybe six, five or six, I should watch. I, I would recommend watching those because that way you get to see um, where he goes differently. Yeah. All right. But yes, recommended oh, for sure. Definitely recommend. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to jump into spoilers. So if you haven't seen this show yet, stop here. Come back when you're done. If you don't care, we're going to get into it. If you've seen it, stick around. Let us know what your thoughts is at the end of it all. So, Pedro, let's get into it. Spoilers ahead. All right. Spoilers. Spoilers ahead. Spoilers. Spoilers ahead. Spoilers. Here we go. Spoilers. All right, Pedro, I want to start this off by saying I love the introduction of Kang to the universe. Oh, okay. <laughs> let, let, let's start it at the end. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Because <laughs> the, the thing is that, like, <clears throat> this, it paid off. Like, this literally paid it off. It did. Everything that happened this, in this show. Yeah. So, this was what everyone wanted uh, this was division. the Mephisto. The, 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 yeah. This was the Mephisto that everyone wanted, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which you know, everything things were leading up to it, and it happened. Like I didn't think they were going to introduce a major villain like that. I even I even right. told one of our uh, you know one of our coworkers, I'm like, dude, Marvel's not going to do that on the show. If they didn't do it before, yeah. they're not going to do it now. Like, there's no way yeah. that is going to be Kang yeah, introduction. They're, they're not ballsy enough, right? Yeah, I you know I thought like you it was just another Loki variant. I'm like, oh, you know, we we even had theories. So we talked about that it mm-hmm. was. Uh, I thought it was a uh, classic Loki, the villain of it all. Um, right. I never expected to actually see Kang, and the moment I saw him, I literally said, "Oh shit, they fucking did it." I literally yeah. said that, and then I texted you right after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, that's why you were like, oh, so how was the ending? Because you didn't watch the episode yet. I'm like, dude, worth it. That's it. That's all I was telling you. <laughs> and I know you watched it later that day, and you did text me. You were like, holy shit. I'm like, there it is. That's the reaction I was expecting. Because that's what I I did the same thing. I literally got up. Because, you know, I was laying down watching. You know, I was kind of slouched on my couch. Yeah. And then I saw that, and I was like, I, I got up edge of my seat i was like oh shit it's fucking this dude it's it's this dude it's fucking jonathan majors who uh who got cast to be kang the conqueror in ant-man and they're using him here as he who remains which we find out is a kang variant and that was fucking brilliant to bring the character there for sure it it was so insane that they did that like (laughs) I, i i couldn't believe it and he was amazing yeah doing the little that he did in the sh- in the show he was there for like what 30 minutes or something yeah i mean yeah dude he the whole episode was his monologue it was and i was thinking this as i was watching it i'm like this is totally the architect scene from it is matrix 
reloaded. As I'm watching Absolutely. it, I'm like, here it is. Here's all the explanation. Here's all the exposition. And it would have been really boring if he wasn't that great an actor and if the writing wasn't as good. But he was awesome. He was charismatic. He was cool. He was not what we expected. You know, you would yeah. expect someone twirling his mustache, being ha ha ha, you know, like evil or whatever at this point. But he totally... Ah, oh, what's the word? What's the word that they always said uh, Last Jedi was all about? What's the word? What's the word? Uh, subverting expectations. There you go. We They subverted expectations in the reveal of him. Mm-hmm. Not the fact that he was revealed, because we were kind of, but maybe not. The yeah. fact that they changed his personality to be like, hey, you made it. Cool. What's up? I'm eating an apple. All right. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I absolutely loved Yeah. That episode so much. Every scene that he, every part, you know, that he was in, I was just like, "This is awesome." Yeah, dude, he 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 killed it, man. And 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 if he was just, he was this good at this variant, I just can't imagine how he is with the multiple variants of himself he has to play. Oh yeah. Uh, it, even if if they go that far, you know, because here Loki they introduce different actors playing different versions of Loki. So I wonder if um they're gonna keep majors doing the character different versions of himself or are they going to do different actors portraying different versions of Kang I forgot where the source was for this but they said that there are going to be multiple actors playing as Kang in future projects we do the only one that we do know for sure will be Jonathan Majors is him in Ant-Man yeah uh, because he'll be uh, Kang the Conqueror Right, but we could also like like we had mentioned before, other actors could be they, they could show the act of him killing other versions of himself, which is something he warned here. We could see that through him being the killer doing it. So, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it, it's crazy how mind blowing this thing is. I mean, we knew we knew the multiverse was coming. There have been Spider Man leaks like crazy. Uh, that still have yet to be confirmed of these actors coming back. Uh, Jonah Jameson, the actor, uh, J.K. Simmons came back. Obviously, fucking Doctor Strange 2 is called Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. We knew the multiverse was coming. We knew it. And that's why we wanted it so much from WandaVision to do it. Because in the comics, she does something like that. Yeah, She breaks but the universe. Yeah. We got it here, and I know this had to do with time travel and stuff, but even then, I didn't think that they were going to do the reveal here of breaking yeah. the universe. I, di- I still didn't think it was going to happen here. I thought it was going to happen in... Well, in Doctor Spider-Man. Strange is last on the list, right? I thought it was going to happen in Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to do something from Spider-Verse of some kind of explosion, and it happens. The fact that it happened here is fucking awesome. So, yeah. the reason why I was bringing this up is... The, the implications of variants and the TVA and multiple timelines, this opened up a whole fucking thing. You can bring back anyone. You can cast anyone. You can yep. recast anyone. And you could do any version of a character ever. Yeah. So in the case of something that we talked about, me and Orlando talked about in uh, Black Widow, a lot of people, I'm not going to spoil that movie in case you haven't seen it, but a lot of people didn't like the way Taskmaster was portrayed. You can always create another fucking Taskmaster if you really want to and yeah. have it be closer to the Taskmaster people wanted because anything is possible. Anything at all. And that is awesome. There's so much creative freedom to move forward now. 
it'll yeah, cause it, confusion for casuals, but freedom nonetheless. It, it it gives a lot of uh, I feel like a lot of credence to what there's you know the rumor I told you about that in Doctor Strange, a lot of the would be actors that were supposed to be cast in as different ver- uh, as as you know the the big you know Iron Man Cap Black Widow all these people that they are gonna show up but as the actors that were supposed to be that were about that are like runners up to being those characters. Uh. It, so, is, is that a rumor, or are you just? It's, saying a, that? it's a massive rumor that's been happening for like over a year now. Um, oh, that'd be really fun! I didn't even hear about that one. That would actually yeah. be pretty funny. So it'll be very interesting if that something like that does end up happening in uh, Multiverse of Madness. Like, I don't necessarily think that they're gonna have major screen time, but maybe just a short cameo or something of them. Oh, absolutely! Going in, kind of like into the, the world, kind of like scene. the Matt Damon Loki. I, I I would like for a version for a Matt Damon to actually be Loki and not be the actor. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah I, I i know what you're saying though that that's that'd so, be kind of cool that it'll it it'll be an amazing mm-hmm. thing if it actually does come to happen but again like you said this show opens up those doors to any and all of those possibilities to happen and it yeah. won't be weird because this show set up set that table up you know because yeah. you saw loki playing himself in you know he, he was president loki uh he was a, another different version of himself like in the in like in the in holograms mm-hmm. he 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 played yeah, he yeah. saw different versions of himself there so it's kind of like loki has is different versions like tom hiddleston is different versions of loki but at the same time there are yeah. different actors playing loki also right so this just opens up a whole whole bunch of fucking possibilities that could happen moving mm-hmm. forward in the MCU and it's just amazing to think that. It's yeah. amazing. And they did it in a TV show, of all things. Like, how fucking crazy is that? You know, yeah. I didn't think they were going to do it. I honestly didn't think after seeing WandaVision and uh, uh, Captain and Winter Cap- Soldier, I'm just like, this is not going to happen. This is not. And they fucking yeah. did it. And it blew my mind. And I think that's why I'm rating it so highly. It's because, oh my, like, they, they did this right. meant something to the universe. Here's, um, um Yeah. Here's my thing with that. All right, let's say... All right, I'm going to play a little bit of Devil's Advocate here because I know... Okay, so one of your biggest complaints about the two previous MCU shows is they add nothing to the universe. You said... uh, Actually, no. You were quoting uh, Feige. Kevin Mm -hmm. Feige was saying, you don't have to watch the shows. You could just watch the movies. Yeah. And you don't need to know anything. So when Black Widow comes out in Doctor Strange, you're going to be like, oh, she's super powerful. Well, whatever. That's fine. I guess uh, this dude dying caused her to become powerful. Not, not Black Widow. Right? Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. Is oh, Scarlet Witch. Thank you. I still have I still the Black outfit. Widow movie in my head. It, yes. Uh-huh, you you could just it. fill in that blank. You don't have to watch the show. But if you watch the show, you're going to go, that's why she's so fucking powerful. Because she embraced her Scarlet Witch persona and became a fool. You get to see her actually become a witch in the show. But, like you mentioned, it's not needed, right? Now, let's get to Falcon Winter Soldier, a.k.a. Captain America Winter Soldier that it turns into. Same thing. He gets the shield at the end of Endgame, and then you watch whatever movie he's going to come out in next. Let's just say it happens to be a Cap 4 in the future, right? You're going to watch Cap 4, and you're going to go, oh, there's a shield, there's the outfit. All right, cool. That's logical. But you're not going to see how he got it how he got the 
costume and all that. So that's where it is. But it's not needed. Now, here's where I'm getting at with Loki. Loki, let's say they start off in the show and then they introduce Kang, the Conqueror, as the guy who's attacking through the multiverse. If you didn't watch the Loki show, you're probably going to think it's just Kang going around and causing havoc in the multiverse. He's the one that causes it. You don't have to see the Loki show to see that Kang is the one fucking shit up through timelines. So technically, it won't be needed, but it's still fucking cool to see. So, oh, absolutely. What I'm trying to get at is that all the shows, I think, even though we're saying this one's more world building, which it is, but at the end of the day, I still don't think it's needed down the line. No, it's not going to be needed because you're going to have, you know, Hank Pym and uh, Paul Rudd and eventually Lily yeah. and the mother yeah. and, and, all talk and about, gonna whoa, do their mumbo jumbo. We, we destroyed the universe. <laughs> the multiverse is happening and we ran into this person and blah, blah, and Kang, wait, but there's different versions. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're going to go because they're, they're just finding out about it, you know? Yeah, and we're going to exactly. see the movie through their eyes. So, yeah, you're right. We're, we're, it doesn't matter. But as a person who's seen the show, you already know. Like, oh, shit. Like, shit's about to hit the fan. And oh, right, you're right. going to understand the weight of everything, right? Because mm-hmm. you understand what's happening. What I meant yeah. by, uh, uh, you know, WandaVision and Falcon and Captain is that Wanda, in WandaVision, you've never had story development with her. So, it's not like you're going to miss it, Right. You're never going to miss story development because you've seen her throughout the show. Oh, she lost her accent in this one movie. Oh, she got her back in this other thing. And so she, you see her slowly becoming part of the team, right? Her outfit has changed throughout the movie. So when you see her again in, 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 in Doctor Strange, you're going to see her with an outfit. Oh, look, she has the comment, the comments accurate outfit now. And mm-hmm. you're going to see her being OP like she was before. So it doesn't really matter, right? It, it doesn't that WandaVision doesn't do anything to further her or the universe because she's still in the exact same spot she was before she entered the show. She's still depressed. She's still going through shit. She's still lost uh, vision and she's still going through that sentimental reasons, right? She's still going through that heartache. Mm-hmm. So you don't... Mm-hmm. I, the whole show was highly irrelevant I, because I, she's still I the mean, same person. We're not going to go on that big a tangent with WandaVision, but I disagree yeah. about her being in that spot. She's not in that spot for, for I, me. I think she still is. She, she, she got over it. At is. this point, At this point, she just wants more knowledge and, yeah. and for the kids. She, she, she wants more knowledge because she wants to be able to get back her kids somehow in some way, right? That's the only reason kids, why she's vision. going through that, through that knowledge twist because of that. But Vision is gone, dude. Like, she, she, she let him go, quote-unquote. But, I mean, you saw her do that at the end of the movie. She let him go, quote-unquote. And, right. you know, it is what it is. So then so then when you see her again in... Um, so let us go to Captain now. You already know Sam Wilson's going to be Captain because at the end of Endgame, Cap, he's like, here's your shield. Here's the shield. You're the next Cap now. Mm. And that, that, that's it. It is what it is. We know he was going to be Cap. So if you see him again, you see him with the alpha, you see him with the, with the, with the, with the shield, like, oh, he's Captain now. Nothing that happened in that show mattered. Honestly, if you think about that, nothing that happened in that show mattered. It didn't mean anything to anybody because they're still in the same spot they were when he left. When he left. The only thing is that you, you saw him become Cap. But in the, in the movies, you don't need to see him become Cap because you already knew he was going to be Cap. So it's kind of like it was 
a pointless show. Also, but this show, this show, Loki just means much more because it meant something to the universe. This is this show did not is not the same that it was when it began. The universe is not the same. Something changed, and we're gonna see those repercussions coming up in Spider Man and in uh and in um. And, uh, and in um, uh, Doctor Strange. Strange. But yeah. the other two shows, they didn't mean shit. Like you said, they're just character development. That's literally all they mm-hmm. were. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing. You're right. There's nothing wrong with that. Because we, we explored more about these characters. And there's essentially their standalone movies for these characters that we've never had before. The only thing mm-hmm. is they had, they had eight hours instead of one or one and a half. You know, I mean, one and a half, two hours. It, it's just... This show just meant something for me. You know, I keep repeating that, but the, it just did. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I get what you're saying. But here's the thing with the show going forward. Uh, it, nothing's confirmed, but this is just my thinking. So this one's actually getting a season two, unlike the other shows, right? Yeah. But this show is so on the fringes of this stuff that I don't think Loki's ever going to come out in any other of the properties, at least for now. Uh, I Maybe think he's not. just going to continue. He's going to continue into his show for however yeah. many seasons he wants, and I don't think he'll come up with any. Even with this whole multiverse f- shit going on into the movies, he won't show up in the movies. I think he's just going to continue his own thing. Yeah. No, no. I, I you know, I, I think I, I do believe he's going to pop up in a show. I mean, a movie at some point. Uh, maybe even in Doctor Strange, he's going to pop up. But the Loki show itself doesn't need the MCU anymore. It doesn't. It doesn't. That, that, that's exactly what I'm getting at. This could, I hope it doesn't because I love the show. This could essentially turn into an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where it could turn into its own fucking thing and yeah. not interact. I, I think the most this show. It, but it doesn't have to interact. <clears throat> I think the most this show will have is probably like three seasons. If, if at that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's about right. I, I think if it has a second season, it ends it. That'd be perfect. This I show would, doesn't yeah. need more. It doesn't. Um, yeah, it doesn't. But like, but like I mentioned, this show doesn't need the MCU because it's it's on its own path within the MCU. Because th- right. if you think about Loki, the entire show itself, they didn't need the MCU. All they need, they just needed the MCU to set up the show itself. After that, mm-hmm. you didn't really need it. And after that, mm-hmm. other than seeing Lady Sif again, which was amazing. Again, that's another oh, thing that I like to right. show. Oh, that's right. Of course, of course. Seeing Lady Sif again, that was fucking epic and i can't wait to see her again in in a thor ragnarok or whatever oh uh, uh, not thor ragnarok in, in uh, love, love and, and thunder, thunder. Yeah. it's gonna be awesome to see her again the fact that she did this cameo we definitely know now that she's she's still willing to be that character and she's gonna pop up that's it it's guaranteed yeah. well it's because um, her other show is over i believe that's why yeah so yeah for sure again yeah a uh, blind blind thing whatever it's called yeah. um, but it, it, it actually saved her because they would have killed her in ragnarok if she wasn't on that show so it saved they her. definitely would have killed her so it definitely saved her but Good to job. be honest with you she was the best character out of uh the seven out, out I mean, of whatever they were called the, the, the there was the warriors three and lady the warriors Sif. three she was never part of the three but yeah out of all four characters she was easily the best she was the best and she had the most character development all that good stuff anywho yeah. The, the the Loki show doesn't need the MCU. Yeah, simple as that. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. So what's what's gonna be exciting about that show is is that essentially, you know? Yeah. All right. So going into the shows now, and not the implication of the show. Um, one of my favorite 
additions to this show was Mobius. M. Mobius. Oh, hell yeah. AKA Owen Wilson. Man, Mobius he is. Mobius. He's so fucking charismatic. I mean, he's always charismatic in his roles. Yeah. But man, I, I, I really like this character. It really brought in the whole uh, buddy cop aspect of it. He was essentially yeah. the good cop. Of like, hey Loki, come on! All right, let's go. Let's go find another Loki. It was just so so awesome. Yeah, his character was easily carrying the movie for a while because he was a perfect—I forgot what the word is—but he was like a perfect counter to Loki. Loki's pessimistic at this point. He's totally crushed because he's seen his life literally like flashing before his eyes in a whole like defending your life type moment where he sees everything um all the bad shit that's going to happen before and it totally crushes him because he was always about um he was always about i have glorious purpose i'm going to rule the world and then he realized that he's just destined for failure in every way possible he sees his mom die so it crushes him he sees his dad die that he didn't give a shit about but it still crushed him anyways and then he sees yeah. him finally getting along with his brother in Ragnarok. Oh, my God. Because he's seeing all of this now. And then he sees himself yeah. die. So he's just like, wow, after all of that, that's what I'm meant for? Absolutely nothing. So he's just totally crushed as a character, which itself is character development. Like We were like, huh, interesting. How is this new Loki going to react without all the character development easily? You just show it to him really quickly and then crush him. And then he becomes a totally different character. He doesn't I think have that's the enlightenment. funny because... All the Lokis themselves all have that failure. Like, all oh, the right. Lokis. Every single one of them have that failure. And they're I think that was destined. very interesting yeah. of, yeah. I think that's yeah. very interesting of that show that you're saying, like, hey, Loki's meant to fail. He's a, he's a failure. Right. At the end. And I think the reason why, now that we know... I'm, I'm going to go on a, on a wee bit of a tangent now that you brought that up. The destined yeah, to failure it. thing for Loki. So, obviously, we find out the TVA is run by He Who Remains, a.k.a. Kang. Or, or a, a variant of Kang. And we see that he was the one pretending to be... What were they called again? The three fucking robots? The three people? Anyways. Whatever they're fucking called. Yeah, I forgot called. their name right now. Which is funny enough, I found out. I'm sure you read the same. He voiced them. Uh, really? Yeah, he did the I robotic voices of them. He was like, oh, he's deepening his voice doing it. Uh, timekeepers. There you go. The timekeepers. The timekeepers. They, they, yeah. Yeah. In the in the credits, they show that he um, that he voiced both uh, the timekeepers and obviously you know he did he remains. Anyway, so oh, I'm getting as he remains he who remains entire job is to keep the timeline single. Like anything that can possibly create a tangent to a different one, he destroys or gets rid of. And I get the feeling that Loki, whose entire job is to create chaos. Is the exact opposite of what he does. So if anything, Loki is an opposite of him. He wants order. Loki's only want chaos in every way. So that's why all the Lokis are destined for failure because he always makes it that way. He makes it that way that they all fail in some way so they won't fuck with his plan. So it's just a cool way that obviously the Lokis are going to be the one that team up to get him. It just makes sense because of their jobs in the universe. So yeah. reason why I brought all that up though is because... He's crushed, and that was a perfect, um, what's the word I'm looking for? <sighs> foil. Perfect foil for him is Mobius, who's all optimism. This is the way life works. Come on, you know, let me give you a purpose. Help me do all that. So it was just a perfect buddy cop thing. They all balance each other out. The pessimism with the optimism. And I, and I thought that was great. That was a great pairing. The other, uh, <clears throat> the other introduction I really liked 
at first, at, at, at first I wasn't really uh, feeling it. Was the um, the introduction of a lady Loki? Because I, Wait, I looked at okay. <laughs> not not the fact that there was a lady Loki. This was just uh-huh. like the comic book part of me coming in because I know Loki shapeshifts into a woman, and there's a certain look to her that when I saw it, I'm just like, is that really her? I don't know yeah. how I feel about it. And then she starts acting different, starts acting weird, and then she does the whole enchanting, and then I'm like, oh. And then when she finally says her name is Sylvie, I'm like, oh, I get it now. This isn't Lady Loki. This is Sylvie, a.k.a. Enchantress. That actually is a version of Enchantress. So they're pretty much saying this version of MCU, they finally created a version of Enchantress by making okay. it a Loki variant. So I'm like, okay. okay, so it's not the Lady Loki I was thinking of. So immediately I'm like, fine, fine, got it. I have no problem with it. And now I get to see this character that they're creating. So I'm cool with it. It, it, it she grew on me after a couple episodes. Yeah. So so you, did you prefer actually seeing her be Enchantress or Lady Loki? What did you? What was your prefer, like preferred thing? Oh, I I, to I, I prefer seeing her as Enchantress. Okay. Because Lady Loki acts like differently. Obviously, the movies change things all the time, and it's fine. At the end of the day, if they would have wrote her good enough, I would have been okay with it. Period. You know, there's plenty of changes in the MCU. Uh, I just mentioned Taskmaster being one of them, and I actually didn't yeah. mind that change. So changes nonetheless. But now that they introduced an uh, an explanation for why she's different by saying she is Enchantress. That was a good enough explanation for me. So explain what Encha- Enchantress is to the people who don't know. Oh, so Enchantress is a uh, villain slash anti-hero uh, in the Thor stories. She pretty much, she's got a pretty boring like backstory from what I remember reading in some of the stories. She's just kind of like in love with Thor and just enchants him. And she ends up working with all of these different villains to try and like win his love. That was like the mm-hmm. early like 70s to 80s stories. So, but they always had that ability of her enchanting. So, the fact that they made that boring character interesting by combining it with the Loki aspect, you create the the, the chaos part of Loki with the enchanting part of it and yeah, I I just thought it was cool because you you completely reinvented a character that I thought was boring. And yeah. still make it different from the other one. So it was a perfect mesh. Yeah, absolutely. I think. It was, it was. Um I think a lot of people like that. The fact that she wasn't, you know, Lady Loki herself specifically, uh, but right. you know, a version of that mixed with Enchantress and all that good stuff. Yep, yep. Um, none of the people complained about that. Nobody really said anything bad about it. In general, people liked her as an actress. She was pretty good doing her job herself. Mm-hmm. Um but the character just like you said, the <laughs> She was just so single tracked that it deterred right. from the growth that everyone in the show had. But like I, I, I found what you said interesting is that her growth is something that she stopped within herself. Like she didn't want to develop that growth. She just wanted mm-hmm. to stay focused on her mission and her mission yeah. up to kill the the guardian, uh, the timekeepers. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it, it's one of those in every revenge story, you know, you get that moment where you're right there. You can finally get your revenge. And there's always that moment of like, well, if I kill you, it's not going to it's not going to make me feel better. So, you know what? 
fuck this. I'm better than that. There's that realization. And she was about to get that realization. And then she goes, nah, fuck it. I want to kill you. And then that's, and then it's like, <laughs> oh, you were almost there. You were almost yeah. there. <laughs> she just needed to accept so, the love for Loki. Right. Because you saw her drifting into um, becoming a different person, finally giving up that whole. Yeah. But at the very end, she was like, mm, no. But again, that's why I said it's by design, because that was needed because you need to kill the gatekeeper of this stuff to unleash it all. So that's why I was like, yeah. they gave you all the character development. But at the very end, they're like, it still wasn't enough. So it was yeah. annoying to see, but it was needed at the end of the day. <laughs> How did you like the narcissism of Loki falling in love with himself? <laughs> I was going to bring that up. Oh, man, I fucking love it. It, it just create. <laughs> it just uh, <clears throat> it really shows you what kind of a fucking asshole he is that he doesn't think anyone is worthy. No one's on his level. The only person that can be on the level of him is just another version of him. And I just thought that was brilliant to show what kind of a twisted, narcissistic asshole he is. That even Mobius in the show brings it up. He's like, what? You narcissist? I'm like, yep, that's exactly what I was yeah. thinking. I'm like, man. <laughs> I, I, I just thought it was perfect. It was just natural. It was funny. Yeah. Uh, th this, this girl at work was like, ew, it's incest. I'm like, is it though? It's more masturbation than anything. <laughs> Yeah, technically speaking, yeah, it, it, it's it's not incest because they're not uh, <laughs> they're not related they're not siblings. They're not they're siblings. Not related. There you go. <laughs> they're the so, same thing. They're there's literally a copy of each other. They're a copy, so it was just funny. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, but it was, was more of it, it was more of the idea. It was more of the metaphor that yo, not even a metaphor because he literally just only love like loves himself. Yeah, likes himself. He could only love himself. <clears throat> um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, how did you feel about the whole TVA aspect of the show? Oh, I really liked it. <clears throat> I always thought so. I never read, <laughs> I never read the comics that had to do with the TVA. So I just thought it was kind of cool that they had that. I didn't even know Marvel had a version of that of like a time cop. But I always liked the idea. Of, you know, a couple other science fiction movies. I always liked the idea of like time cops. So seeing that in uh, in Marvel was pretty neat, and I loved so. One of my favorite things about the, uh, the the TVA was how low tech it looked. Yeah, it had that that seventy Fallout. Style. Yeah, it was like that because Fallout's more fifties, you know. But you know, yeah, I guess was it seventies? It's something. It, it's there. just a it's more just, analog version of everything, you know. Yes, kind of like Star Wars like, has that analogness to it. Yeah, yeah, but this one was even more of like, you know, your very first TV where you turn the knob to turn it on. Mm -hmm. uh, that type of tech. It was low. It was futuristic tech with low tech look. And I fucking love that. They were still using like typewriters and shit. Um, yeah, those filing cabinets, like they were old, like nothing. The computer was like the AS400 shit that we use, like that type of stuff. <laughs> I loved that because it's kind of funny what i'm gonna say but it's <laughs> it's a retro look but it's also like a timeless look you know <laughs> yeah where it just looks cool because you, you could always say that i think it's just that just position of how old it is but how futuristic it it is it's getting used yeah. as you know i i think they definitely went with that route for that to show we've been around for a long time mm -hmm. and that's why they gave it that retro look to emphasize 
they've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. And we're futuristic, but yeah, it was just cool. Yeah. I, I did like the whole Wizard of Oz thing of how uh, ah. Kang created all this. Um, you know, he's the man behind the curtain, essentially. Yep. And I, I and it used a lot of imagery of Oz. Even when, you know, at first it hit me when they were going to meet uh, the timekeepers. I'm like, oh, this is some Wizard of Oz shit. And yep. that's the first thing I went to my mind when I saw them. I'm like, this is absolutely Wizard of Oz shit. And then even when they went up to meet uh, He Who Remains, it was the whole Wizard of Oz thing too, you know, like going mm-hmm. to the hallway and then seeing the man behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah. There was even... This show uh, had a I lot mean, of that if, influences. If, if, if we want to stretch that parallel even more, you could always say that Alioth, Alioth <laughs> was kind of like... Uh, you know that was the being that ate everything in the in the mm-hmm. end of time. You could always even say that that was like the head that you had to get past to get to the wizard. And then the other Lokis could have even been like your version of a lion, tin man, scarecrow type of thing. So yeah, there's definitely a yeah, lot of parallels that you could really stretch that out and nitpick and go, oh yeah, this is totally a time traveling Wizard of Oz ish vibe for sure. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, oh. uh, it, well. To take that even further, hold that thought. Classic Loki was the cowardly lion who became brave at the end. Because oh. he literally spent his entire life hiding because he, he almost died. So he was a coward yeah. throughout his entire life until the end when he sacrificed. And he's like yeah, glorious yeah. purpose, you know? Yeah, yeah. His arc, his arc went full circle to yeah. show that that's all we're destined for. So he pretty much yeah. showed what his glorious purpose was. To yeah. to to f- help them out to find answers, right? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, back to your that. point. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted Shit. you on that. One. Yeah, you got me on that. Oh, oh, I was like, what the fuck yeah. was I thinking of? <laughs> it was um, uh, just to add more to how much I love the TVA, the little things they added. I love the Miss Minutes thing. That also reminded me of like Fallout. Remember, there's the yep. uh, there there's the little uh, oh my god, what do they fucking call him? The boy, the 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 atomic boy. Uh, um, yeah, the pip, mascot. Pip, uh, pip the boy. Thing. There you go. Yeah. The the yeah. Actually, the pip boy is the is the the thing. I don't know what the mascot's called, but the vault boy. That's it. The yeah, vault, vault boy, boy was essentially like Miss Minutes. It was like that nice classic uh disney style old school like mickey style thing um and i I thought it was just pretty cool because again it also shows like oh hey there you know trying to make it all not um not ominous (laughs) by adding a little smile on it um i also enjoyed how kang also created that ai he oh that's right and and she only listened to him and she pretty much ran the tva if you kind of think about it yeah which is pretty interesting it it, it was all through through him but but she was the face definitely because you saw that she was the one that was bossing around uh ravona renslayer which is one of the judges Yeah. yeah yeah what do you think that what do you think kang gave her at the end when she closed that she crossed that door I don't know. I know that in the comics, she ends up being like the lover of Kang or one of the lovers of Kang or something like that. Yeah, she is a lover uh, of Kang. Uh, yeah. 
But obviously, MCU always changes shit. So I don't know. I, I don't think they'll go that route. But I definitely think that they're going to introduce her as like a right-hand man to to Kang. Because cause by the end, they introduce that other timeline. That other... Um, yeah, because that's where Loki gets trapped. Loki gets trapped in another timeline where Kang is actually ruler there. Yeah. So maybe that's where she showed up. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what he gave her. I'm I'm actually quite curious, but I know obviously she's going to be like an antagonist for the next season. They're introducing her with that where maybe Mobius will try to bring her back. Like that'll be the thing of like, "Oh, I want my friend back" type of thing. Mhm. And we got to get that's our jet true. ski scene. There was so yeah. much of introduction of that where he loves his jet skis and you find out there's variants and you're like, "Oh man, there's going to be a variant." Of Owen Wilson with a fucking jet ski, and we didn't get it, which is fine because yeah. we get season nah, two, nah, so it's yeah. cool. We're, we're we, definitely we gonna have, get a season two. Yeah, and then most importantly, we got to get a wow. We have to get that. A wow. wow. Yeah. They obviously didn't have him say it this time, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he will. He has to, dude. When he sees himself in a jet ski, he's like, "Wow." Um, How are we gonna get it, dude? When you brought up classic Loki before, uh, let's bring up the other yeah. Lokis. Yeah, what, what do you think? You know, this is Kid Loki, which Kid Loki is supposed to be setting up uh, Young Avengers. You know, we having a, we have we are having a lot of Young Avengers set up in the MCU right now, right? Yeah, we're having um, Cassie Lang got recast yeah. uh, for oh, yeah. Quantumania, which is the the girl from um, from. Uh, Oh, I didn't know she got uh, freaky. Freaky. Oh, I I didn't know she got recast. It's Cassie Lang. We're we're getting introduced to um, Hawkeye's daughter with uh, this girl. uh, 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 Um, Yeah, uh, Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. There you go. Yeah, Kate Bishop. Bishop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Haley Steinfeld is playing as her, Kate Bishop. Oh. Um. We're definitely gonna get a Hulkling in the She-Hulk show, absolutely. Like that's then, gonna happen. Uh, in, in in Wandavision, we got the two kids. The Wandavision, we got the two kids, right? And uh, and then we're gonna get Miss Chavez in I think uh, in Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, and then in uh, Falcon Ms. Winter Marvel. Soldier. Falcon Winter Soldier, we got um, uh, Patriot. Patriot, I think right? His name is yeah. I think I, I think his name. Something like that. Yeah, he's a sidekick of the Black Cap. The son yeah. of the Black Captain America. He also yeah. becomes a, a young Avenger. So, yeah, you're right. They're introducing it. Yeah. Whoever makes and the Ms. team, Marvel. we don't know. Yeah. Uh, Miss Marvel, of course, is a big one. Yeah, she's getting her own show and everything. So, yeah. yeah. So, they're definitely introducing that. And they're having the actors all yeah. set up. So, we'll see where they, where they go with that. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. them dude. actually make a team. But they're definitely introducing the idea of it. Um but yeah, man, I, I I was I was excited to see them. You know, Kid Loki even had the random alligator Loki, classic the Loki. alligator Loki had, was amazing. Yeah, and then you had uh, the the president Loki for Vote for Me, and they even added so many different ones. They had they added a boastful Loki, which is yeah. the black Loki that looked like Thor because he had the hammer. But now we found out he's just a version of Loki that kills Thor, and that's why he has yeah. his hammer. Or a hammer yeah. that he made. We don't really know yet, but I thought that was kind of cool to introduce that. And you get your Mad Max level of Loki's like 
It was all yeah, yeah all, all of them there were all a version of of Loki. So it was kind of cool to see how creative they got. Exactly. That that scene was very very hilarious when they all literally betrayed each other. Oh my god, <laughs> that was so good. They're all together and just showing that you can't they, they can't trust each other. They are their own downfalls whenever they're they're all together because they're just pure chaos. Yeah. yeah. And, and then you had classic I, I like Loki it because it was a double cross. It was yeah. a double cross, then it was the triple cross, then it was the So <laughs> Now that you mentioned project- projections and everything, one of the things that I absolutely hated about this show, which is why I, I, I dropped notches, you know? Mm-hmm. The main reason why I dropped a notch for the show was, first of all, it was the choreography. I know we've yeah, watched... Yeah, it was very uh, basic. We've watched a lot of, you know, the, the stuntmen react type videos, and they always mention that trying to get good choreo on a show is a pain in the ass because of time, uh, um, the, the, the amount of time you get to prepare. It's just like, fuck, just do it quick, and then we're going to shoot it the same day. And you can tell because a lot of the shows have shitty fighting choreography, and this one was the same. So there are quite a few, not eh, quite a few is a lot. I would say three fight scenes that I could think of right now, and they were all okay. The only one that was actually kind of good, though, was the introduction to Sylvie. Hers, where she had the... Uh, she was controlling everybody else. Yeah, her fu- that was actually a cool one. But it was probably yeah. because everything was really dark. You know, there was you couldn't really yeah. see much. And I think that was the idea, that she was sneaking up yeah. on everyone. The, the, you know, the point of all this is to, like... It was very choreographed. Mm-hmm. You could tell, like, oh, at this step, I move back. At this step, I go yes. forward, you know. It, it just was looked very, very fakey. choreographed. Yeah. yeah, it looked fakey. And, uh, yeah, it just took me out of it uh, a, a lot with that. And the other thing that took me out of it is that Loki is a person with a lot of powers. A fuck ton of powers. We saw that he could teleport. We saw that he can do all kinds of shit. Now, they already brought it up that while he's in the TVA, he can't use those. That was the rule they set. That's fine. But there were many moments where he didn't have a collar. He was outside of the TVA, and he could have used all kinds of shit, and he never fucking used it. There was even a point, at one point, I remember when there, it was like like the bottle episode, where it was just him and Sylvie together, and a building was going to collapse on him, and he fucking rewound the building or something. Like, he lifted it and, like, moved it. I'm like, well, since when can you do that? Like, why mm-hmm. can't you do that in so many other ways? There were so many times yeah. where you could have pushed someone away or something. E- even the scene before that where, like, the old lady uh, was that uh, in the same bottle episode where the old lady was, like, shooting at them. It's like, yo, you could totally, like, stop her. You could teleport behind her and stop her from shooting. There's just so many things mm-hmm. you can do. So it's just... It, it, it's... <laughs> As a comparison, it's the frustration I got watching Clone Wars with all these Jedi getting their asses whooped by regular people. That's the equivalent of that. And I'm just like, oh, stop doing that. Stop writing them bad on purpose. Or seeing Superman in a Justice League episode. And you're like, why is Superman so weak? You know, that, that's how I felt watching Loki a lot of the time. And that frustrated it's, me. It kept taking me out of it. But, 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 but I understand that point. But you, you also have to think about that, how Loki... Even in the movies themselves, he never he barely uses his powers. In the movie, he you, a lot. you barely see him doing it. He, he used it a lot. Uh, I mean, the times I could think of, he used it a lot in uh, in part three in uh, in Ragnarok. He used it in the whole fight, his blades, his teleporting, all that stuff. In the second one, he faked his own death and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. In the first Avengers, he was like 
he, he the only reason why he lost in the first Avengers because Hulk actually happened to grab him and just beat him up. But he was he was fucking dodging everyone's moves and shit. So yeah, he's got he's got yeah. a lot of stuff. How, how can you survive a fight from the entire Avengers, pretty much, and then get your ass whooped by like someone with a fucking stun rod or a taser or something? <laughs> it was just it was yeah. just kind of like okay, all right, I guess. Well, I mean, the only way to move the story forward is if you depower your hero. <laughs> right. But there was no logical way to depower him outside of the TVA. You know, that was the only thing yeah. where I'm like, okay, fine. And I wanted more of his kni- They set up so much of him. Oh, I love my knives. And he didn't really do much with the knives. I was waiting, I was no. waiting for a little more. But it, it's, it's like what the guy said about the knife. Like the knife is pointless in... When you could use your powers or some shit like that, he says in the oh, show. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the other Loki did mention that. Yeah, classic like, Loki. The power of illusion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, dude, this show. You know, we, we're, we're nitpick. I, mean, we, I don't want to say I wouldn't say nitpicking, but we are saying things like this show overall was is good. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. And everything that was introduced in this show was great. You know. Um, and I'm I'm excited about what's next, dude. I'm absolutely excited about what's next. Yeah, me too. I can't wait for for the MCU in general with this multiverse thing, of course. But I'm just excited for the Loki show itself, of just seeing where that's gonna go. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, let's do that now. So season two sets. Uh, I mean, at the end of season one sets up that he goes to this new world and it's different. You know, Kang the Conqueror actually owns the TVA. Um. Um, Mobius doesn't know who he is. Uh, right. The other hunter doesn't know who he is. Uh, so this show really sets up that the next episode, the next season is going to be probably him trying to get back to Sylvie or trying to fix what has happened. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Because uh, it's tricky, right? Because... They're doing this whole multiverse thing. By the end of the trilogy, what they're calling a multiverse trilogy, by the end of Doctor Strange, they are going to fix it. Right? Hmm. They should. I mean, at the end of Doctor Strange should be the end of this multiverse storyline. I still think they're going to keep no, it. No, but Quantumania of- is going to keep it going, though. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. I, I, think, I think the multiverse is going to end it- with Doctor Strange, but it's going to conclude with quantum mania because that's where kang is and i think that the next loki season is going to come out before quantum mania or after quantum mania when they can fix what has happened i think no the more i'm thinking about it and how loki's going to try and be as self-contained as possible i think i'm going to say i'm going to say they're going to keep the idea of multiple universes all the time and they're just going to stop whoever keeps trying to take over i yeah. think so i think they're just gonna that's pretty much what i think season two is yeah because that way if you do any fuck up mcu timeline wise you can always just fix it up by chalking it up to oh it's this version of this character or whatever and you could just do easy retcons so i think they're just going to yeah. keep it wide open for creativity's sake um yeah that, that, that's my, my my theory on it and that way you get this show continuing like they get to travel to different places all kinds of stuff and keep the the creativity flowing yeah absolutely i agree with that cool any last thoughts pedro no that about wraps it up 
awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, hope you enjoyed this review of Loki, a Disney Plus MCU original series. Mm-hmm. Let us know your thoughts. Or if you have any questions about the show, let us know. We'll be open to answering your questions or talking about your reaction to it. For sure. Let us know. Till next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>